know you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. That was the chit chat for the Patreons. And if you subscribe on Patreon, you get the pre-show chit chats, which are normally anywhere from like seven to 12, even sometimes we've gone on for like 20 minutes. There's also uh, D&D. We've, we've uh, run the D&D games that we have over there. We've got five episodes of that up. There's some other content as well. So the Patreon thing is definitely worth it for Dork Trek. There you go. The password for this month is Appalachian. <laughs> <laughs> I got contacted by T Republican about, about like making t-shirts, but I ain't got time for this shit. Uh, and I don't need, I wouldn't even know what to do. So fuck them. What through Dork by Dork Trek? Make like Dork Trek t-shirts, but then give people like if what, they, so I don't know, but give people like a code where they could save money if they bought door track paraphernalia or something. Why don't you talk to you after Jenny the show? Play. Okay. <laughs> we, could, we could talk when we're done. I, I have an idea. We can, both, right. we can both make money on it. Well, I just license want, it to you, Jenny. So I want everybody. On your site. Well, they, they have a thing that you can do, and maybe this is what they were trying to contact you about. You can, you can set up like a merch site, mm-hmm. and like you can pick any Star Trek shirts. It doesn't have to be Dork, Dork Trek brand. It could be just like anything. So like I can make a Star Trek shirt. You could highlight it. I make money. You make money. If you put somebody else's Star Trek shirts, they make money. Interesting. Everybody makes money. That's interesting. Okay. We yeah. might as well make some money off of the things that we do on this show other than just CBS making all the money off of it. <laughs> Why were there any more Dork Trek jokes in uh, in the new cartoon? Not yet, but I Ben passed an article to us today mm-hmm. about uh, oh how they came up with the Klingon two dick idea. What the fuck? <laughs> yep, yeah. We all know how they got that idea. I'm gonna... back in 2018 in you the know, writers' room. You know what we're gonna do? Fuck we're... you! You listen to our podcast. We're gonna. I'm gonna clip the audio of that and send it to him. And be like, no, we were talking about that shit in 2012. So you can rub up all my two dicks. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe they didn't hear it directly from us, but I know some of our spillover went to like Trek FM, and that touched a lot of the serious Star Trek people. You know. Mm-hmm. And so that's how, Star Trek. Like, or, you know, the serious Star Trek people aren't listening to this. Yeah. Not as much as they listen to Trek FM. I'm Maybe pretty sure the, go, go ahead, Ben. I was just going to say the, what I, I remember early on, there was talk of having Larry Nemechek on the show. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. pretty sure that's because he was confusing us with Trek FM. Well, that's yeah, what I don't I, think you realize. That's when I wanted to try to get guests and stuff and talk about things in a, not so serious fashion, but in more of a Trek thing. But then, like, fuck all that. I think we'll say, I mean, so we can one have things... people like people like Doctor Star Trek on our podcast and still have a fun discussion. Who's Doctor Star Trek? Larry Nimitzek. Oh, and that what he called Doctor Star Trek or Doctor Trek or whatever. Well, let's see, I something I picked up when we were doing uh, playing Doctor. And we started actually, you know, at some of the cons, we were getting actual people. I mean, they, they weren't like, you know, aliens. Aliens. They, they, they were people. 
Well, no, I mean, people who are directly connected with the show, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they get a little antsy about how they they promote things or what image mm-hmm. they put out there. Like, that was the only time I ever had somebody say, hey, you know, during the show, I was just kind of going with a flow, but I kind of said this negative thing about this other writer. Would you mind just maybe tweaking that a little bit? Maybe not. Nope. Have- we don't edit on this show. <laughs> it's like how you Line know, to tape. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How how do you cut things out? Is is that whoa shit, that's a thing that can happen? <laughs> Line like, to holy tape. crap. I've got to find Jenny and just ran away. No. We can cut. That embarrassing thing you said about my mom can come out of the show now. Nah. Nah, nah. leave it in. It's too much work. It's not but, that bad. Uh, no, so it's just one of those things where real people, like I'm sure I will never be on another serious uh, Trek podcast. Why not? With anybody other than this show because of the things that I've said about certain people. And I will not back down from my opinion. Have you been blacklisted? What have you I said? think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think I have. No, absolutely. Because of my strong opinion about Rod Roddenberry. Well, and, he's a dickhead. Uh, just read any of the. I mean, just read the books. He doesn't give a fuck know. about Star Trek. He just wants that that cheddar baby. Right. I know. And space bugs. No, but right. Hell yeah. You know, it's you know certain. There's shows, nothing wrong with that, by the way. No, nothing at all. Certain but YouTube like, channels that I respect. But um, you can't. But you can't do an interview and say like, "Oh yeah, I didn't watch Star Trek. I watched Baywatch," and like expect people to be like, "Oh yeah, Star Trek is in good hands now." Yeah, he's really carrying on his father's yeah. legacy. So here's the thing: my dad was a cross country trucker for 36 years. I could drive a truck nowhere. I don't know fuck all about a truck. I just know that they uh, hamper my way when I'm on the interstate and scare the bejesus out of me because they can't stop as fast as I you can. You just you just flag them down at rest areas. Mm-hmm. I was going to say you got dumps like a no, truck. No, you truck. wait until they uh, park. <laughs> but um, no, so it's, it's, it's like, uh, you know, just because you call him daddy doesn't mean it's your father. But um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where, you know, just because, you know, somebody in your family did something good or did something successfully, it, okay, great. I just wish there was like a prominent example in this country of that. <laughs> Thankfully, we don't we don't do things like that here. Can't think America. of it. I don't know nope. either. What are you gonna do? Oh well. But yeah, so let's talk about this episode of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. Uh, what's the title of this? Oh, Emperor's New Cloak. Yep. I can't believe it. I, I think that's the first time in seven seasons I know the name of an episode. Yeah. And it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. I mean, sure it, does, it does, but it, it does. It's like exactly on the nose. It's like two. Maybe on that's the nose. maybe that's why. Maybe because like we're used to having all these artsy titles, and I'm just like, well, actually, it should be sense. the Regent's new cloak because we're <laughs> just a Regent. There is a lot of overacting going on in oh the my universe. God. So much overacting. It's a lot. Yeah. It's it's a lot of overacting. Like when this episode starts, you know, you can tell that it's going to be a Ferengi episode, like right off the bat. 
and it's pretty much starts off with like mirror universe stuff and i'm like oh man i can't wait this is gonna be great <laughs> mirror universe ferengi this is this is a recipe for success somebody somebody got the ingredients wrong <laughs> they cooked it too long uh, you know what it has elements that are kind of cool like the idea they're all right one of the cool things about it to me is also one of the problems because the idea that the grand nagus would go over to the mirror universe to try to make profit and to become wealthy is very much on brand but mm -hmm. the fact that they make getting over to the mirror universe so easy frustrates me to no end. Yes. Yeah. It's been that they established that though. Like that's, when they came back and got back. Jake. Yeah, but every um, time they do it, it's still this. I still have the same feeling. Like this can't be that easy. Yeah. Because yeah. when you watch Discovery, like think of what they had to go through in Discovery to get back to. That was like a hundred and something but years But still ago. though, Dennis, still. I mean. I mean, a hundred years ago, like we were just learning to fly airplanes and now we're like shooting movies in space just for fun. <laughs> So, okay. I mean, a lot can happen in a hundred years. Yeah, but but not but still think about the. I mean, the combustible engine. You know, do we still drive cars the same way? The cars may look fancier, but they're still the same technology. It's still cars. Now they're electric, bro. Come on, bro. You know, nobody buying electric cars. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I don't know. My Tesla arrives Tuesday, so I don't know. Yeah, really? You got a Tesla? <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's daring, Ben. Because you Tesla coil. He you're not a good driver. A Tesla coil. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I mean, you're not a good driver. I'm being honest. Well, they can drive themselves, so maybe that's good. That, that might be the advantage. That's why I'm looking at Teslas. But I mean, like, the airplane, the technology is fancier, yes, because they they're not prop planes anymore, but it's still the same general idea. And well, that no, was during, okay. like, World War II 70 years ago. I mean, think about so, the jet engine was invented, like, what, in the 60s, in the 50s? No, in World War II. Yeah, so I mean, we still use we, we still use jet technology now. Yeah, but look at okay. So the difference is the way that they got to the mirror universe. The first time that we saw it chronologically, not in the Star Trek chronology, but real world as we watched the show, was mirror mirror. Which this episode was dedicated to the guy that wrote that episode because I thought that at away. first they were saying Bilby. I was like, yeah, we know Bilby's dead. He died last season. <laughs> I thought they were talking about the Incredible Hulk. It's like, yeah. why are we talking about the Incredible Hulk being dead on Star Trek? Except, he, didn't except. he die in the nineties too, or did he? Yeah, die yeah, Bill Bixby. Yeah, Bill yeah. Bixby died in the nineties. Well, see, I get Bill Bixby and uh, uh, Nick Fontaine's character, Vic Fontaine's character, mixed up. And it was just this weird thing for me. But anyway, no, so Jerome Bixby, he wrote Mirror Mirror. And the thing was in Mirror Mirror, they used the transporter during an ion storm and there was an accident and they shifted over. And it's very difficult. But when the Wright brothers flew at Kitty Hawk, yeah, the same basic, there was propulsion, there was wings, there was gliding. That, you know, the same thing that happens with propeller planes in World War II, except getting it off the ground and how far you could go was a lot easier with a F4U Corsair than it was with a, a right flyer. Mm -hmm. And the F4U Corsair was shit compared to the, you know, the Tomahawk, Tomahawk, Tomcat. That's it. Oh, so, that, yeah. That's the plane that Maverick flew in Top Gun. 
Right. So, I mean, you know, and, the, and even, uh, uh, goose. you know, like, a, a, what is it, an F-16 or something. The, yeah, the same basic technology. Yeah, it's a jet. Now we got vector thrust, dude. I mean, like with cars, I'm not going out in front of my car, winding it up with the, the, the crank thing, oh, you know. I, that surprises me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but my I bet know, you wish you could. No, not with my shoulder, no. Just doing that motion hurt a little bit. Oh, uh, ah, This off. one's okay, though. It's a more of a the rotator thing. Yeah. yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, that's a little easier. He can still twerk. It's all right. <laughs> I don't use my shoulder for that. Whistle while you twerk. <laughs> Cracking my car and shaking my ass and whistling my life. That song is disgusting, by the way. I like. I had of course, no, it's the twist. I didn't know that though. I was walking around singing the chorus, and Stephanie's like, "That song is gross." I was like, "It's not that bad." She's like, "No, it's disgusting." And I was like, "No, it's not." And I said, "Alexa, play whistle while you twerk." And then the first line was like about pussy fart. I was like, "Oh my god, this is awful!" Yeah. And we turn it off, and it's like, "How bad could the whisper song be?" <laughs> oh my god, that's why they're whispering. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly had no no idea it was this a real song. I thought you guys were just making no, it up because you're no. like, I, it's, I was it's a ready ask, to give you full credit. Whistle whistle while you twerk is a real song by the Yin Yang Twins. I'm yes. going to listen to it immediately. As it's soon as pretty to terrible. I can't wait. Whistle while you twerk. Do, 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 you know do, the Yin Yang Twins from, from the windows to the wall. Yeah, those yeah. guys. Yeah. See, I, I had only heard the uncut version of that. Mm -hmm. And then I went to a bar mitzvah one time. This is back when my older sons were like, <laughs> you know, 13 bar mitzvah age. And we were invited to go to one. And it was at the the... Well, I don't know, like the reception hall at my synagogue. And they have a DJ and stuff, and we're in there, and the kids are having fun or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I hear that song start. And I'm like, what the, you know. But apparently, there, there's a Wait, what song? Whistle, whistle While You Twerk? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, the Window to the Walls. Oh, window yeah. to the Walls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a radio edit, thank God. But I was that, just like, yeah, The I, funny I'm part is, that's one of their... They don't say it till the sweat drops down my balls mm -hmm. in the synagogue. No. Mm -hmm. no. <laughs> that's one of their more tamer works, though. The Ying Yang Twins. Yeah. Right. And you close off, ooh, Time and place. It's so wonderful. But yeah, Whistle While You Twerk, I've never heard a song celebrating pussy farts as much as that song. And it's like, wow. That's I don't all. think I've I've heard of any other one. No. That's celebrating. <laughs> no, that's, I think that's the like, only I'm going to find every song about queefing and make a playlist. Yeah. Create a Spotify station. Yes. It'll all be Ying Yang Twins. It's like, oh, you just want to listen to the Ying Yang Twins record called Queef. <laughs> well, no, there, there was this one, you know, breakout performance by uh, Queen Laquifa, but uh, <laughs> she got sued out of existence and just. And, and that'll but be again, the one that the neighbor hears. Back to Star Trek. I don't like how Do you think nobody reputable will come on this podcast? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> well, we just lost Queen Latifah coming <laughs> on. So I, just I just don't like how easily they're able to navigate between the two universes. I think yeah. it's ridiculous. It should be more of an effort than holding a little red glowy thing. Exactly, yeah. Transporter, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I like, agree. that's fine if you want to make the universes easily accessible. I'm all for that. But I mean, again, it's just like, it's like a, a beeper or something. What would have been great is, since it's so easy to go between the two universes, like when they jumped over uh, 
Martok was chasing them and mm -hmm. they they got they beamed out to escape from Martok because they were debating whether to go with Mira Ezri or not. What would have been great yeah. is if halfway through the show, Martok shows up <laughs> because he's convinced O'Brien to show him how to beam over to the Mirror Universe. And so that's the B story is them trying to hide oh. from Martok. <laughs> that song completely the whole time in the background. Ferengis! Like they're they're running through the hallways in and out yeah. of doors. When that shit shows up on lower decks, that'll be awesome. When it's actually Martog, though, again, the 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 idea of it being a Scooby Doo thing is probably going to be used. So I'm not going to get too mad about that. But when it's Martog chasing Ferengis, then we're on to something. Mm -hmm. Hanna Barbera owned by uh, Viacom. I mean, that or Disney. I imagine they own everything. I don't think Disney owned it. Is it Warner? Hanna Barbera used to be owned by Paramount. Yeah. Oh, well. So then it would be CBS or whatever. Well, it used to be Paramount because remember they would show up at King's Dominion. Well, yeah, but, you know, Paramount, King's Dominion. Universal, too, so. Take your clothes off. Ooh, you're naked. And then, yeah, and then I sent it over to you guys in the chat, and I still um feel this way um esri dax is very much like jimmy kimmel like with abc like they were just shoving him down your throat for the longest time and people finally just said okay i'm good i'll take it like please stop i feel i'm being beaten to death by esri dax yeah and like they're trying to cram six years of backstory and character development into the first half of the season yeah i just don't give a fuck there's a way to do it but they haven't found it yet. Yeah. No. And, and the I mean, sad thing is that the mirror version of her is better than the regular one. It's just, it's not just a lot better. Lesbian Pat Benatar is what it is. That's what she looks like. <laughs> I mean, that is more interesting than her regular character. <laughs> yeah. Shooting at but, the walls of heartache, bang, bang, I am the warrior. That's all I kept thinking about when I looked at her. <laughs> warrior. Love is a battlefield. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like all, all these like 80s, like the legend of Billie Jean. That's like, yeah. I just keep thinking all this stuff. But yeah, I just don't, I just don't care. Like I don't, like the fact that Quark loves her is kind of cool, I guess. Um, that's not going to work out. Not well. really. I mean. I don't, it, I don't care for it. I, yeah, I don't like it either. She's a different person. Like she's not, she's not the same as Jedzia at all. So right. I don't understand like what his attachment to her is, honestly. I think he loved, I think he just loves the worm. I was, I mean, I, I see, I think that was what I was kind of picking up is that it's, it's more than just the host where he, he was, maybe he, his attraction is to Dax more than it was than to but what is So what is a person like? It's your personality, you know, and I don't really see flashes of Jadzia's personality come out of Esri. Right. You know, to where it's mm -hmm. like, oh, you really remind me of this time that I was playing Tonga with that's true. You know, it's like there's mm -hmm. nothing like that. It's just like he knows there's a worm inside there that he wants to yeah. fuck. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think he's more in love with the with the with the the worm than the person. Because like Dax has a lot of characteristics I think he enjoys. Yeah. But like if if uh if the Dax symbiote went into a dude's body, would he still be in love with it, you think? Maybe. 
I don't think so. Mm-mm. I I'm almost starting to think that maybe he feels like he's supposed to still be in love with her just because like he knows it's the same person. Like maybe if he didn't know that that was the same person, would he really feel the same way? And we haven't, you know? we still need to have, because I know it happens somewhere in the season that Worf smashes, right? Don't oh. Worf and Esri hook up at some point? I don't know. I don't remember that happening. I think they do. And I he's wanna... gonna fucking destroy her. <laughs> I wanna say like, let me... I'll subscribe to that OnlyFans. Right? Like, I'll just finger bang you because I don't want to wreck your pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> She's tiny. Yeah, Esri's all about the next episode, too. After a heavy night of drinking, Esri Dax accompanies Yarrow, a fellow. She's new DS- Wesley. God yeah, damn it. <laughs> she's everywhere. Okay, so I started watching the next episode. So if you guys want to go ahead and start talking about that one, we can. I haven't seen it. No, I haven't watched it yet, but I I guess Esri's all about that one, too. I got opinions on that one. Golly, enough of the Esri Dax. It's like, if it's not about the war, it's about Esri. I don't think she's the new Wesley, though, because she's not as, like, know-it-all as Wesley. Right. She's stealing focus like Wesley. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I don't give a fuck. You're just saying that because she's a woman, and you hate women being successful. Wesley's not a woman. He's just a pussy. (laughs) <laughs> if i wanted my show to star a little bitch i would have hired a little <laughs> bitch damn Haley. <laughs> i was gonna say i think you need to pay Haley royalties on um, every time we make that joke i have to give her 25 cents now 25 cents i'm gonna i'm gonna tell her to lawyer up <laughs> paying those chinese slave wages <laughs> but um but yeah so uh, the the whole point of this episode basically is the Nagus is stuck and they're really leaning into that's my Nagus and it really makes me uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie to you. Like they said it like I, three times. I was like, ooh, it's too close. I Nagus got to stick together. That's my Nagus. That. I, <laughs> like, never, I never made that connection. I never heard that. You heard it so much when you were a kid. <laughs> until I got to this show that any kind of... Well, we like, used to... We used to joke about it, like on the I know podcast. That, but this podcast is the only place I've ever, because ha- I mean, watching. Don't worry, it, it'll be on next season of Discovery or Lower <laughs> Decks. Lower Decks, Nagus, please. That's the next episode. You can't say that. That's our word. <laughs> There are no fringies on this episode. What the hell? But yeah, like there was a couple points where he was like, I got to do it. That's my Nagus. And I was like, whoa, dude, this is too close. For My white guilt just took over at that point. And I was, I was triggered and I wanted to turn off the show and I was going to go on Twitter and talk about it and maybe call an African-American person that I know and be like, hey, I'm sorry that I watched this. Like I was, <laughs> I was feeling Christ. it. I was feeling it. So I was like, damn. But then I looked at my phone. I didn't really, I didn't have any African-American phone numbers. And I was like, this makes me a bad person. And it just kept compiling and compiling. But I said, but you know what? I'll get to talk to Dennis later. And then he'll make me feel better. No, I won't. (laughs) Oh, damn. (laughs) Damn it. Fuck, Dennis. I got a black accusation for your white guilt. A black accusation. But yeah, it was, it was a bit uncomfortable. I, I, it doesn't bother me at all. Like but it doesn't, 
Like I know the difference. You so do I. I mean? <laughs> but it's still like it's still too it's still too close. Yeah. I just I don't know. I feel more uncomfortable saying uh, the kid's mom's name since that uh, meme went around. What's the Denzel one? The Denzel one. I don't know that one. Well, yeah, my my kid's mom is named Monica, and it just sometimes it's just. You're gonna have to explain this to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm not you got you got to look up the meme. I'm not going to explain. I don't think it Alfredo guys. has shared that meme I, on Facebook. I, I don't need <laughs> I to be canceled. So. I'll be canceled. It's fine. There was, a meme going, there was a meme going around that said, I don't understand why black people call each other Monica. And then they put the, the Denzel oh. and it said Monica. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's the Denzel from um, Training Day. Yeah. Yes. Where he's talking to Stephen Dorff and he's chewing on a cigarette. Yep. Not Stephen Torf. It's not Ethan, Stephen. Ethan Hawke. Ethan, Ethan Hawke. What Same is thing. one of the two? They're similar. <laughs> Same thing. Stephen Dorf. Dorf is more closely uh, Christian Slater than he is Ethan Hawke. I you think. think so? Yeah. Well, especially in Blade, he's definitely trying to be like, he's trying to channel Jack Nicholson, which makes him more Christian Slater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. I think they're, I, I mean, I think they're, they're close, Stephen Dorf and... Um, Steven Dorf is way more bald than um, the other guy we were just talking about, whose name I forgot. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. Every time I say Ethan Hawke, I have to stop myself from saying Ethan Hunt. Who's Ethan Hunt? From Mission Impossible. Yep. Tom Cruise's character. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can, they're comparable. Like, they're comparable. You could get away with that, like... I think Steven Dorf has less hair. Like here, let me show you. He's kind of derpier looking too. Yeah, but he's he's balder. <clears throat> he looks like he smokes heaters. See, like there's Steven Dorf, right? Yeah. There's Ethan. There's Ethan Hawke. I mean, they're they're similar enough. Yeah. <clears throat> And there's Adam Scott for some reason, which I don't know why Adam Scott would show up in this fucking Google he image. Says search. I wanted to be Ethan. Oh, but yeah, look, see, they're kind of si similar in, in yeah, the, I guess. Now do Stephen Dorff and Christian Slater. All right. I mean, I know what Christian Slater looks like. Yeah, but you don't know what they look like side by side. You gotta have the side by side, yeah. <clears throat> Were they in a movie together? Holy shit, they were. They were. Wow, that's really weird. How could you like, even tell them which, apart? Which one do we want? I don't know. We'll just get them both. <laughs> I'm like, can't read. I can't decide. Brain aneurysm. And then they're fucking. Alone in the dark. I never even heard of this movie. Yeah, no. It looks intense. I mean, they're in the dark. Ooh. And they're alone. And they're alone. I mean, they're kind of. Let's large it large. Oh, Tara Reid. I haven't seen her in a long time. Like, they're. Yeah, okay, but that's weird. That is very much like which one but do we the want? mannerisms are, are a lot closer yeah. than Ethan Hawke and either one of those two. Stephen Dorf looks a little Cro-Magnon. Yeah. 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 And Ethan, so Haw small. Ethan Hawke smashed Uma Thurman. Mm, so he's got that going for him. For him, which is that's nice. That's the rumor. They, they were married. Wait, wasn't, was he in <laughs> I mean, it's still a rumor. superhero ex-girlfriend? Is that who that... I can't remember who the guy was in that movie. Or was it Luke Wilson? That was Luke Wilson, I think. 
Or it was the other Wilson. Matt, not Matt Wilson. No, I don't think it was Owen. It was the brown-headed Wilson. Yeah, Luke. Luke. Yeah, I like, I've always liked Ethan Hawke. He's cool. Yeah, that's because you like uh, the Wes Anderson movies. Isn't he in Wes Anderson movies? No, Ethan, I, I like, I, I'm, you're, you got your white guys mixed up. I went back to Ethan Hawke. I like Owen Wilson because I do like Wes Anderson and he writes and Owen Wilson writes a lot of the Wes Anderson stuff. At least he used to do it with him. So I think. (laughs) Congratulations to you. Hey man, white people be loving Wes Anderson. Wow. (laughs) I just, I can't get into it. What? Wes Anderson. I mean, I, I like a few of them. But just not like the concepts They're and cute. the Bill Murray. But then overall, I'm just like, eh. I saw that Grand Budapest Hotel movie. How was that? And it was. I mean, it's it's good, but it's not like oh my god, it's cinema. See, you know? I only the one the one movie that I really my favorite one is Rushmore. That's the one where I'm like, oh my god, this movie's fucking great. Yeah. I love Rushmore. I think it's fucking hilarious. I never seen it. You know. Rushmore is really good, you know. Um, uh, the other one, what is it? Uh, with Gene Hackman is also really good. Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums is also a very good. That was film. the first one I saw. What was the uh, one with um, Bill Murray? Uh, that's all like of them. Jacques Cousteau. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the Life Aquatic. Yeah, yeah that, like, that one was really good. Yeah, see, I, like I haven't, I, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. That was probably my favorite one. Uh, oh, I forgot he did Fantastic Mr. Fox. I heard that was, was really, really good, too. That was really, really good. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then um, I, I saw some of Grand Budapest Hotel. I liked Darjeeling Unlimited. I thought that was cool. Um, moon, what is it? Moon, Sun, Moon, Kiss, Sunrise or whatever. Sunrise about the, Kingdom. That movie's great. About the two kids that run away from home. Mm-hmm. That movie's awesome. <laughs> So you know, uh, you know what FUBU is, right? Yes, mm-hmm. for us, by us. Yeah. Yes. So the Wes Anderson movies are five by, <laughs> for you, by you. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. I'm, I've been accused of worse, um, but I, I enjoy Wes Anderson's work. Do I think he's a genius? No. Um, I still think these are OR scrubs are the fucking. It's still the funniest joke of the whole wide world. From Rushmore, where he's at. Oh, are they? Yeah, where he's at dinner with everybody Bill knows Murray. that because that was yeah. an overplayed trailer from that movie. Yeah, that joke is still fucking funny. Nice nurse's uniform. Hey, you guy. know what? These are I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoy oh, them. Look, man, I like John Singleton too, Dennis. Okay. Good. I like Spike Lee. Good. Those are the two African American filmmakers I can think of right off my head. Those are the only ones I know. Those are from the nineties. <laughs> Not Ava Duvernay. Um, I saw that one. I, I was watching the one movie that you did about the New York Five, about the kids, and I couldn't. I felt so bad watching that movie. I just couldn't do it. I know that's again white guilt, man. I was like, this is awful what they did. Uh, what's the guy kids. who directed Black Panther? Um, shit, uh, I can't remember. Let me see. He's got. Well, a you can't expect us to remember. I mean, we're racist white people. But, uh, you should watch Fruitvale Station. He directed that too. That, that's a good ass movie. Black Panther, Ryan Coogler. Yeah, Ryan Coogler. All right. Ryan Coogler. Oh, there it is. Fruit Michael B. Jordan's in that too. Oh, he directed um, Creed? Huh. Okay, I didn't see Creed. I heard that was good. 
Haven't yeah. seen it either. It was up on Amazon Prime. For know, like 20 minutes. Of, exactly. And I was like, ooh, back to watch list. <laughs> next time I go to watch it, guess what? Not there anymore. But since I haven't been on Prime Video in a long time, so obviously I went back on today and like there's a lot of new stuff on there. So I, I mm-hmm. got to make some quick decisions and manage my time properly. Wow. I just finished on Netflix Umbrella Academy. Oh, how was that? Um, so I really liked the first season. Mm-hmm. The first episode of the season, I'm like, oh, come on, geez. You know, and I, I walked away from it for a day because I'm like, whatever. But then I'm like, you know, let, let me give it a, so I watched the second episode and I'm like, okay, that was better, but I don't, I'm not going to watch the whole series. I watched the third episode and then somehow it was the ninth episode and time had passed and I was hungry and it was dark and I was tired and I didn't know what had happened because I just, once I got to the third episode, I had just, I binged right through it. That's a, that's a Mark Millar, uh, it's Gerard it's Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance the comic is fucking brilliant I haven't seen the show but I love the comic I I highly recommend the show when I was collecting when I was reading and collecting all the time this came out and this was when I was not a fan of My Chemical Romance I was like fuck that guy his band sucks I don't give a shit about that dude like, because we played his band every fucking 20 yeah. minutes. It'd be every like day. if Jared Leto wrote a comic book. Like, nah, I would that. never read that because that guy sucks. But then yeah. in my older age, I learned to appreciate my chemical romance as like a fucking 40 year old guy. Now I love him. And I went back and read the books and I was like, these books are great because they're just wacky and offbeat and just strange. It's good stuff. If you like, um, Grant Morrison kind of vibe, like a Grant Morrison kind of like LSD haze weird, like superhero books and the Umbrella Academy stuff is really good. I had a good discussion with a friend today that said he doesn't like superhero movies of the classic comic book guys mm-hmm. because their backstory. And he's like, he has this theory is that he didn't grow up with most of them reading comics. So when he went to the movies and he, he reads the books now, the backstories seem dated and out of date. Because they all are. They were all written in the 50s and the 60s. And now we're trying to cram them into the modern era. But for the books that were written in the early 2000s, like Umbrella Academy, like The Boys, like uh, Preacher in the late 90s, like The Walking Dead, those are more modern and he can get into those books. Hmm. Right? So he's like all about Umbrella Academy, but he could care less about the Avengers. Interesting. So it's it's something of you know, and I hadn't thought about that, and I would usually defend the classics, but it's I can see you how know, like the DC and Marvel comics have rebooted their universes so many times by this point. It's like eh, why not? It's just another part of the multiverse. Well, yeah, but we all grew up with that. If you're just a, you know zero comics as a kid, but have they not updated their backstories like at some point in any of these reboots so that it's more modern? I mean, Peter Parker, if you, if you read Spider-Man now, Peter Parker's still like 20 years old, 22 years old. He's gone as high as like maybe 35. He's dropped back. Like he's all over the place. He's been yeah. married to Mary Jane. He's been separated from her. They don't even remember being in he love. His own global corporation. Yeah. And yeah. Now he's penniless wow. in college again. Yeah. He's he was a professor at the college and worked for Tony. Like he's been all over the place. Yeah. See, that's why. But I see the he's stories. Like, with, he's like lost in time. My my uh, youngest kid, who's sixteen, he likes Miles Morales, 
and I was thinking about it, and it's like, okay, because Miles Morales reminds him of him, and that's the same reason Peter Parker was was so popular with us when we were kids, and he was a kid at the time. We could, it's like, hey, that could happen to me, kind of thing. Yeah. Or hey, he's got the same bullshit to put up with. Yeah, he's got superpowers, but he still has to clean his room. He still has homework. He's still going to be late for school. He's got to deal with a bully, and that's the shit that I deal with. And so. I think when you can make those kind of connections, it's interesting, even with the old books. Well, I also think with the Miles Morales thing that has been around in comics maybe four or five years, so you don't have to go back that far to read it. Well, I mean, no, that's like, well, you're right. It's not that far, but it's a little further than that. Like, he came out with the Ultimate. Uh, yeah. Well, this is Marvel too. So Ultimate, I'm, I'm so saying early probably, 2000s. Yeah. No. P, Miles Morales didn't. Sh- I can. I'll find out right now, baby. <laughs> when they <laughs> killed God, Peter I'm... Parker in the Ultimate uh, Spider-Man, the next volume of it was Miles Morales. Like all yeah. we've been doing for the past hours, just trying to prove each the other. Character, the Google. character came out in 2011. So and it's the show. So it's only been what nine years. So uh, there's only nine years Why of continuity. Cause baby, I don't know. Cause you wrong, motherfucker. Dork Trek, <laughs> Dork Trek has been around longer than Miles Morales' first appearance was August of 2011. Suck wow. it, Miles Morales. Suck it. We got him by two months. Yep. We're better than you. Uh, but it's good stuff. I mean, um, but there's not a thousand years of continuity you have to deal with. And that movie fucking helped a lot. That movie was amazing. Oh yeah. I've watched that movie probably three times. Dennis, you don't like the movie? No, making me cry so much. Oh, because you were like... But anyway, so um, the Grand Nagus is stuck in... (laughs) He's stuck in the Mirror Universe. He ain't making me cry. This episode, man. Just like, golly. You're right, though. Like, this seems like a great setup. A setup for a great episode. Mm -hmm. You know? But they don't the Nagus doesn't get to be the Nagus you know like he's not trying to cut a deal with people while he's over there like that would have been great is if they would have let them like use their Ferengi skills to negotiate their way out of trouble right you know all that that happens is they get backstabbed and tricked and everything and they don't get an opportunity to to be the characters that we love them for the best we got out of that was like when they tricked um Garrick and they were kind of like oh back in our world you're like you would have had us strung up by our toenails by now or whatever and like yeah you know screwing with his head i thought that was fantastic that was easily the best scene for me out of the whole thing the only thing i I didn't get about that is how quickly rom caught on to what they were doing like rom should have been more clueless about what do you mean Garrick's not that bad. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I, you know when he when rom got balls with uh, garrick though when he's putting it you know installing that i was like okay I, does I, this look like a, 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 a hydro spanner i was i was cool with that i'm like yeah wrong because remember back when they were trapped in 1947 when they crashed how you know they had the three ferengi had to to like group up and ferengi guys mm-hmm. their way out of some shit yeah and i i think whenever they're among themselves and they can they have to to do that teamwork thing that the ferengi do so well that even Rom, the idiot, can uh, switch gears and is like, no, no, this is, you know, game face. Yep. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's not like, it just feels like 
it was one mirror episode too many. Yeah, it and was this, this one. Was it. Yeah. <laughs> like this was this was an unnecessary like they could have left it after that last one and, and it I, fine well, it's i feel they bad got a, well they gotta shove desri in there and that's the whole thing i felt like this whole episode is just so we can meet mere fucking desri it's like or Ezri. it's like i just don't give a fuck and they have to have the throwaway line that you know jedzia died yeah so you know. that's why julian's being all grumpy and it's just like, dude, I don't, I just don't care. Like, I love the idea that Nagus being over there, it's very much on brand. I wish they would have done more. Like, well, if you don't have that cloaking device when you go back over to the Alliance base, you're dead. I would have loved to see them go, cool, let's give it a try. And try to finagle their way out of it. Try to work it out. And the end yeah, of the- Try episode, to sell them something else. Like, yeah. we don't have a cloaking device, but how about these self-sealing stem bolts? Yeah. Or yeah, you know. Yeah. I would have loved to see, and like the end of the episode two, I wasn't a big fan of because after we realized there's sabotage. Sabotage. Right? There's sabotage. Uh, the ship starts getting all shot up and blown up and stuff. And war fucking surrenders? Yeah, yes. That was, yeah. That was dumb. I, mean, I actually yelled at my screen. I was like, fucking Klingons don't surrender. What is yeah. this bullshit? If they, yeah. know, if they know that you know, this is the last mirror episode they're going to do. Have Worf go down in a blaze of glory. Yeah. You know, have him beam on a boarding party and they have to do a Batleth fight or something. And he dies. But so just the fact that, like, he was just like, oh, what are your terms? Like, wh- I, yeah. was, I was outraged. I was yeah. so, I was like, there's no way a Klingon would just give up. What I don't care. Been, what would have been great is if O'Brien beams over on the boarding party <clears throat> and they corner Worf. And he takes out his bat left and he does the whole, uh, just like in Indiana Jones. And then O'Brien just. <laughs> yes. Smiley. That fantastic. Yeah. That was, I was just so annoyed by that whole thing. It was just, yeah. oh man. No, that's not, especially, especially Worf, who at the beginning of the season, granted it's a mirror universe Worf, but the beginning of the season was just itching to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he just couldn't wait to go to Valhalla not Valhalla, excuse me, but Stovacor and hear all the yells and stuff. I was, uh, I was like, this is trash. Yeah, they should have yeah. beamed off the Ferengi and then said, this is your last chance, Regent. And he said, fuck you. Yeah, and, and they went, went, yeah. Blow him away. That would have taken, that would have cleared the decks. Yeah. The intendant would have been gone. All of them, they would have been dead. And then you're like, okay, end of statement on the mirror universe they wanted to they wanted to save them for the big ds9 movie that'll be coming out (laughs) (laughs) there'll be a voyager movie before there's a ds9 movie they saw the ratings man there's no way they're gonna make a movie do they see the ratings now though i mean i would i would uh i'd like to see a a tv movie like a two-hour special i would watch the shit out of that but didn't avery brooks didn't avery brooks like retire well, here's the thing. There is a new episode that's going on right now via Zoom. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I have so not. Here's for the, the, the brave listeners who've made it this far through everything else. Here's the- Oh, come on. Candy this is end. what they come for. So they've started, I guess somebody wrote an episode for DS9 and they're doing it via Zoom. That's right? cool. So you've got all the actors- getting back together like how we are now they've got their script and they're in character and everybody's and it's i haven't seen it yet uh it's my weekend binge somebody should animate it 
Oh, it's, you said it's the actual actors doing this? The, yeah, the actual okay. actors. And when, you, like, the, when you first started talking about this, I thought it was just some internet assholes. And I was like, I'm kind of done with shit like that. The first honest. scene is Bashir <laughs> is going to Cardassia. And uh, it starts up. So the video is just Bashir, you know, talking into his Zoom, making like a, you know, personal log or whatever. And then he contacts um, the, Car uh, the Cardassians and you hear Garrick's voice. And then Andrew Robbins on his, you know, his window pops up. And That's now there's, awesome. and so you have the two of them Do talking. They have their or virtual backgrounds to make it no, look like their own. No, no, it's, no, it's in the living room. No That's makeup. That's cool. That's awesome. Just, you know, they're sitting there having, you know, reading the story. So I guess it's almost like more like an audio drama. That's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, as a Doctor Who fan who was dead set against the audio dramas until I actually listened to a couple. Typical. Um, that's a, <laughs> that's, you don't see, you don't say. That, that's that a is classic Ben. Wait, so, you're telling, so you're telling me that you hated something wholeheartedly and, and with real passion until you actually heard it and experienced it for yourself? No. Like that's. I just, I didn't, I didn't seek out the audio dramas. It just wasn't my cup of tea. I I didn't go that's on. That's not what you just said. Yeah, that's not what you just said. Mm, yeah. I I didn't proclaim my hatred of them. Backpedaling. Yeah. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> Make one of those Trump you, things with your. You better put bottle. a glittery glove on that moonwalking you're doing <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of it was just a defense mechanism. Uh, when you're poor, you can't afford audio dramas. Oh come on! Don't give me that library. shit. But if you guys want to, you know, make me dig deep into my personal pain and, and my childhood poverty, yes, that was the real cause. Whatever. <laughs> Come on, oh, man. Shit. Don't give me that. You just, you're just a, a stick in the mud who's stuck in your ways and you hate everything new. When did, it's okay. When did I'm Big that Finish way too sometimes. Those audio dramas. Uh, was it I after? Don't know. Was it the 90, late '90s when there wasn't I, on TV anymore? Oh no, it was early '90s when it wasn't on because the original okay, run right. stopped in '89. Wasn't the uh, the movie in '94 something like that? The one on Fox. Uh huh. It was, it was well, a Doctor Who movie. Yeah. Well, it's a TV Sounds movie awful. on Fox. They were trying to make it. Julia uh, Roberts' brother was uh, played. Eric the Roberts. Yeah. Yeah, he's the master. Wow, that's cool. So Eric Roberts is tied to the Doctor Who and, universe. Uh, the Doctor mm -hmm. in that one was Peter McGann, who's in Luther. He plays yep. Luther's ex-wife's husband. Oh, yeah. Yep. I got to look him up. And it's 96 was when it came out. 96, okay. Which I swear I watched it at home. I, I would have sworn that I watched it like at home, but I was in the Navy in 95. So it's just like, where the hell? Did, I must have watched it in Japan. And I don't do short leave. I mean, come on, IMDB. You don't have his picture up here. What the hell? Oh, uh, looking for uh, Roberts. Yeah. Peter, I want to see Peter McGann. Or, oh, no, it's Paul McGann. Paul McGann, okay. Did I say Peter? That's yeah, yeah. Way to go, Dennis. Take yeah, Paul Mary, McGann. Mary McGann. Peter, Paul, or Mary. One <laughs> yeah, Mary McGann. Paul McGann. That guy, he was in Lufa? Who was he in Lufa? He was uh, um, Luther's ex-wife's new husband or whatever. Would that make him his husband-in-law? Yeah. Yes, yes. husband-in-law. Okay. Hello, I'm Lufa's. I liked husband. him on Luther. He was he was good in that show. I'm Lufa's husband-in-law. 
because they became friends later, kind of. Well, because he got killed, right? She got killed? Yeah, she got killed. Of course, because that lady dies in everything she's in. Yeah. And oh, I didn't know they brought Ruth back for season five. Okay. Even okay. though it's like two episodes. I really liked um, Justin Ripley. I thought he was good. Then they, yeah, they, he was. They, yeah. Spoilers, they killed him too. Yeah. Okay. Then, I don't need to watch it. Then the one creepy guy who was like Morrissey, the Morrissey murderer guy, was pretty good. Again, Gloof is a great show. The Morrissey he, murder guy. Yeah, the one creepy like goth murderer guy. He looked like he just listened to too much of the Smiths. Like he was a real sad boy who was like That's a lot of the people who are murderers in the show. Uh, I, I, I'll I'll go back and find his name. The one who wore the mask and like no. killed the people at the gas station. No, I'll I'll find it. No. I will say this: a lot of Luther could have been solved if Luther just had a gun. Like many of the episodes would have been over a lot quicker if he could just shoot people. Like he just sees all British. He's like, I don't have a gun. I don't we got me pistola. I don't have a gun. I got a knife. I got this nice jacket. See, which is just proof if you take away guns, they'll find other ways to kill each other. I don't have a gun. With his, with his jacket. Guns in the dog. Guns in the dog. That's an actual line from that show. And it's the aha moment. Yeah. <laughs> and you and have you to guys, really, and you really have to listen to it because with the British accent, you're like, what did he say? Yeah. Guns in the dog. Well, see, Bob, because you don't watch Doctor Who, so I'm more acclimated to the British accents. So I watch a lot like, of British soccer. I get it. I mean, I understand some of the accents. I listen to talk sport all the time. Yeah, but they don't, say, they don't say Martinez very much in <laughs> Martinez. I still don't get it. Yeah. How they can say uh, Ilkai Gunduan's name correctly but they can't say Martinez. <laughs> Martinez. <laughs> Martinez. <laughs> Maybe that's how they say it in here. Maybe it's Martinez. No, they don't. I've never, what, does he, what does he call himself? Does he call himself Martinez? Who? Any, Martinez. Any Mart, like Javier yeah. Martinez? I'm, I'm thinking about the, the ex-manager of Everton, who is now the Belgium manager. Roberto Martinez? Roberto Martinez. Does, no, does he Roberto call him, Martinez, because he was a commentator. But on, does he call himself Martinez or Martinez? Yes. <laughs> I don't think nobody nobody named Martinez calls himself Martinez. If my name was Martinez, I would call myself Martinez just to be contrarian. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Martinez. Like what? <laughs> what? Well, because a lot of the times they tell the guys how to say the name because I've even heard yeah, the British people don't care. Yes, they do. I've heard they're them very, say like they're very imperial about it. They don't <laughs> say Emre John's name right. They call him Emre Chan. Every, yeah, every because and, because yeah, like yeah. there's two C's in 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 the Turkish alphabet. One has a little tail on it that makes it a CH sound. Uh -huh. So they just imagine that it's that one. It's like no, it's John Emery John. So it's Emery Chan. John. It's not. It's not. Like it's John, John. Like John. Like dear. But John. they call him Chan. Yeah. Like Jackie Chan. Yeah. But it's not it's, spelled with a J. It's, it's, it's K. Spelled it's spelled C C A N. It looks like Mar. His name is Emery. It looks like Can. Like C A N. Yeah. It looks like Can. Yeah. They say Chan, but it's John. <laughs> so if they said Can, that would be closer to. That it would be, be closer. Less, but yeah. they still. I mean, they. But they say Gundogan, Gunduan, right? And it looks yeah. like Gundogan. Okay, Gunduan. But I think they just like him a lot because he's very like nice to the media and stuff. But they there are still guys that mess up Kevin De Bruyne because some people call him Kevin De Bruyne, some people call him De Bruyne. It just depends, yeah, I guess. He's I mean, a Belgian guy. You don't Kev know. 
they're shifty. Kevin De Bruyne say things. So you know? when I was a kid, I watched the the previews for Star Trek: The Next Generation. They would always have you know next week on an all new adventure, Star Trek: The Next Generation. You know, at the end of every episode, mm-hmm. and one of the clips had um, Patrick Stewart as Captain Picard. That's me yelling. We'll stop the charade right now. The charade, right? And then the next, as and all I French think, people do. Yes. And I didn't think anything about it because, like you know, Dennis, I watched a like Doctor Who growing up. I watched a lot of BBC. I watched the Britcoms. So you know, I was. It didn't like break my brain to go. Oh my God! He said charade. But when the <laughs> episode aired, they used a different take, or they did ADR. Because he said charade. Oh, really? Like wow. they, they Americanized it. Like people wrote in and was like, what did he say? I don't know. I just, what's you know, a what charade? The... Is that a sex thing? <laughs> what's a char- Stop this charade. Well, no, I mean, I remember no, when I was. Don't in... stop this charade. It's a sex thing. <laughs> Keep it going, guys. Never when I was in high school, charade. they would, you know, the day that they would wheel out the TV and the VCR, and it was like, easy day in English class, and they were going to show us uh, Shakespeare. And with the idea that we would read along in the books while they were performing it, because, yeah, like right. we could read, and uh, Alabama. So you know, my I still remember the teacher going, "Now y'all gonna have to listen real close now, because they speak with a funny accent over there in England, and y'all might not <laughs> be able to understand them. <laughs> so y'all gotta listen real close, and y'all keep the book open, and y'all can hear what they're saying and read, and maybe That's figure your subtitles it out." Subtitles is the book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm sitting here, like, I'm waiting for the, because I'm thinking, oh, God, you know, maybe this is like a, you know, they're all from the north or something. Right, right, Japan, not to be. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was just, it was, you know, BBC received uh, pronunciation, so I'm like, I don't see the trouble. They all sound like the queen. <laughs> I don't understand. It. But then it's like, oh, because they don't watch anything other than they should have had everybody in the mirror NASCAR. universe speaking with a british accent right with the like a monty python's lady yes. voice. yeah but right, bashir, right. Bashir, speaks, bashir speaks like a normal american accent no a normal normal american accent bashir and o'brien he's american um, yeah. that's right man O'Brien can't do it. He's not. He's not capable of an American accent because I've seen him in nothing where he does. He was on a Law and Order episode, and he's he's playing a judge, and he's speaking <laughs> with his his Irish bro. He was a judge on a Law and Order. That's such a random thing. Yeah. Did I the think judge it was Law and Order criminal intent? The, he wasn't a judge on the. He was his son was being investigated for a murder. Okay. All right. That makes. I thought you meant just he was the guy like at the gavel. Like okay. No, like, yeah. like getting... He wasn't. He was a gavel judge, but they didn't show him being a judge. He was just now, a Cork judge by found, reputation. Cork found a lot of fame with that. He's on a lot of uh, shows as a judge. Oh yeah. Uh, what, uh, what's his name? Amir or Armin, something. Armin Shimmerman. Shimmerman. Amir. Yeah. It's Amir. It's Amir. No, it's Armin. Amir. Amir. From now on, it's it's yeah. Amir. I don't care what, I don't care. It's Amir Tinez. I don't care what he says. Amir Tinez. <laughs> I Ma- Martinez sounds so much cooler though. For being honest, it sounds like I'm gonna get Ma- my clothes cleaned. Martinez. Get, Martin, get Martinizing. Martinized. <laughs> Martinez. Roberto Martinez. So. It's not, but it's funny. Roberto Martinez bought some aluminium. <laughs> For the military operations. <laughs> I had a Doctor Who uh, technical manual. 
and there was it was talking about you see dollars. the look of shock that yeah, no, just like, uh... washed across the zoom screens <laughs> <laughs> and and there's a section about the daleks uh doing uh, certain maneuvers and the way that the british spell maneuver i can barely spell maneuver in english mm. like american english but when i saw it in in british english there's like extra o's and yeah it's, like, like, it's almost French, right? It's almost the same thing with cult. Like you do color over there, they throw a U in there for no reason. I can, I can neighbor color all those extra U's and those. I'm, it's just like yeah, add a U maneuver. I'm like, doesn't it have like an E at the end or something <laughs> like random? There's an O in maneuver, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And it, it's, it's, it's Those one of those things where I, if I mispronounce it, if I try to to write write it out and mispronounce it at the same time i summon demons or something i just it's well you didn't say thailand did you i did not say thailand although i did when i was a kid in sunday school would say he said thailand today do you even see that no he was giving it donald trump he was talking about like what about wingland no he was no he was at like a ge plant talking about these other nations and he was like Whirlpool. Yeah, he was at the Whirlpool plant in Ohio, and he was talking about these other nations, and he fucking said Thailand. <laughs> I swear to God, it's awesome. Well, you saw it, was it yesterday? Was he speaking off a prompter? Yeah, uh, he was like kind of looking off to the side, so probably, and he I'm read, he said, he could read. Thailand. Glasses. All he has to do is wear fucking glasses. He said Thailand and Vietnam, Thailand and Vietnam, so like he blew it on the on the prompter, but he said fucking Thailand. No, he Thailand. said, they call it Thailand. I've been there many times. They have Big wonderful Thailand. hotels there. Yeah. I have, yesterday? A, I have a hotel in Thailand. It's wonderful. He, he messed up uh, Yosemite twice. He said, he said he Yosemite. Yosemite. I'm getting, I have the shirt Yo, coming. Yosemite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he was calling on the Jewish reporter. Yosemite. Yosemite. What's your question? Well, that's how he See, calls thing, uh, Jared. The thing, that pissed, the thing that pissed me off about that, though, was I saw an article written in like the Chicago Post or so, I don't know, some newspaper, you can Google it. But they were saying that a lot of Easterners have trouble saying Yosemite and they do say Yosemite, but I was like, dude, I've never fucked. No, they have it. trouble reading Yosemite. Maybe. No, I, I, Not I, saying I think, it. People, yeah. Everybody can say Yosemite. When yeah. you think of Yosemite, like you've heard the word Yosemite. Yosemite Sam, dude. I, yeah, exactly. of course. Yosemite yeah. Sam. And that he was, was Jewish. Uh, <laughs> Yosemite Sam. It makes so much more sense. Yosemite Sam. Sam. <laughs> he was Jewish. He had a, he had a yarmulke under that uh, cowboy hat. Well, there was that show on MTV back in the day that didn't do too well with the Beastie Boys called Yo Semite Raps. <laughs> uh, There's only the two episodes and they... Uh, it was awesome. Be, yes. They, they replaced it. So what do we want to give this episode here? Um, ben, you said you were going to do more ranting and raving and I'm not really getting a lot of that from you. Okay, you so here's about, the thing. Before that, you forgot about how it ends. Where... It just ended. The, the final straw where they wanted to go home was when... Lita took Esri off to debrief her sexually. And they're like, I don't like this universe. The people we like are gay. <laughs> so that was like, this is the, this is the famous lesbian kiss. Yes. And it's like, oh, we were so progressive. We had the first lesbian hot, kiss. Dude. It's pretty hot. I, it's like, what? The camera cut it, away really fast too. Like, <laughs> It was, here's the thing though, I didn't see a progressive lesbian kiss. I saw a exploitative lesbian kiss. It's Ooh, 90s, it's the, 98. All the guys man. in the writer room were like, titillated. Yeah. It's, not even, it's not even lesbian because the intendant's like pansexual. She'll yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the the, the yeah, I agree. The the attendant doesn't. There's no there's no like <laughs> actual passion with anything she does. There's no love behind it or right. anything. It's all. But see, though, every so that makes it worse because now it's yeah. just this lusty homosexual uh, activity instead of like an actual relationship that they have. Yeah, I agree. I, I, if anything, for me, not to sound too 2020, but um, the attendant is very gender neutral in my world and view. She's just like whatever, whoever, I don't care. I don't have a problem with her. Yeah. I just, my problem though was the way that they were doing the Ezri character and then looking back on this being their big trophy episode. Yeah. That they always refer back to actually watching it now the first time in 30 years. And it's just like, do they guy. refer back to it a lot? <clears throat> well, as, as how progressive Star Trek was, oh, well, we had a, we had gay, a gay kiss. And it was like, yeah, but it was like 30 years later, but we had see, two men th- kiss. But the gay kiss I want to see is I want to see O'Brien and Julian just fucking yeah. lock lips. Well, that's the beginning of hockey. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of next episode. I want like Axel Rose kissing they, November Rain style. That Stephanie Seymour, like where the the tongues go out first, like <laughs> like that's what I want. O'Brien and and Julian doing. That's next week. Or Data and yeah. War. Or Data. We're not gonna make it out of the Al- Alamo, <laughs> O'Brien. Kiss me. You're gonna have to Irish bastard. Me. You're gonna have to eat my ass. It's the only way. Santa Anna threw a rattlesnake over the wall and it bit me. You have to suck the poison out. Deep in my asshole. And then, like, they're code to each other whenever they see each other walking around the halls of DS9. Remember the Alamo? (laughs) (laughs) It looks like General Santa Anna has breached my wall again. Yeah, it's uh, the Alamo is very small. It's a tight, confined space, and you really mm-hmm. have to cram to get in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll stab you with my Bowie knife. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's okay, man. Like, it's not I'm sorry, great. Ben. I interrupted your rant. I hey, go ahead, rant away. So, I mean, I just I I get really upset about it. And I I appreciate that they actually bring this up in the documentary where they gave, you know, they were like going through the different things that they would give themselves like passing grades on the different issues. And somebody said, Oh, we had, you know, we had an episode where we addressed LGBT issues and they were like, the the fuck we did. No, we didn't. And so Ira bear, what's his name was just like the guy with the blue goatee. These should. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's just like, yeah, we didn't do shit. We should. He's like, if, if we had been brave, if we'd actually wanted to push the boundaries and hold true to the ideas of star Trek, we would have had Garrick, be gay and we would have had him chasing julian and yes. it, we would have we would have been obvious about it and not just the little snicker behind the scenes yes. oh yeah you know is, is is that a come on no he would have been pursuing and yeah. and you know that whole time and so he like, gave him to me like the lesbian kiss is almost like like you said it's exploitative like it's it's always been something that's like acceptable because men uh-huh. find it sexy. So it's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Cool, let's do that. If they were really trying to push the boundaries, it would have been two men kissing because yeah. that would make people uncomfortable. Just like, you know, 40, 30 years ago, however long it was before that, they had the first interracial kiss. That made people uncomfortable. Do that Which again. Even that was a rape kiss. So. Well, and, and even that, though, <laughs> besides being a, a, a forced rape kiss, well, it wasn't a, well, it was rape by yeah. proxy. But if you Neither watch, party was willing. They, they don't Neither kiss. Neither party was willing. 
they don't actually kiss in that scene. They just kind of push their faces together, like, but that's how they used to do in the movies. So they don't back deserve then. credit for anything, basically. But they trying <laughs> to ruin, like, they tried to ruin every other take just to make sure that the kiss, they had to use the kiss. Yeah, because they were trying it with even less of a kiss than what we got. But Shatner kept crossing his eyes and stuff and, and flubbing his line or stuff. Yeah. They want, you know, they were like, no, we're going to do this. So I give them credit for that. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, Star Trek has this, and, and I guess one thing we have to be careful not to look, not to judge them through the lens of what we are now, yeah. of mm-hmm. where they were. But even with that caveat, I think this episode was just titillation and exploitation. There was nothing like, if, if you wanted to be brave, you would have had her when she gets back that Lita was actually her girlfriend. Not like, oh, I'm going to hook up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? If, if there was an actual romance or something implied instead of the, oh, we're going to hook up and bang because we're yeah, all because It, it seemed universe. more like Esri was groomed by the intendant yeah. rather than anything else. You know, like she got forced into this. Mm-hmm. you know relationship right. as opposed to they hey they met at the supermarket and they kind of hit it off and you mean the space supermarket yeah yeah they were both reaching the for the space celery mm-hmm. yeah. and they were like oh hello you're gonna stick that in your vagina too <laughs> <laughs> why don't we share well, yes we can go either end of it it's a really yeah. long celery stock <laughs> and then there's the guy at the and it makes a pleasing snap if you know we kind of <laughs> change the angle some yeah I need but to yeah. go down this aisle next and shop for scissors. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like the weird part is like I didn't even really like I, I find it interesting that you guys are kind of diving that deeply into the whole like kiss thing. Cause I mean I was just like, oh okay, cool. For me, it was just like the attendance just a freak. It, for me, it wasn't even that much that. It was yeah. the whole Lita thing at the end. I was just like, this yeah. is just kind of Well, dumb. I think that's to me like what, what kind of drove it home is like, yeah, they're just doing this for the shock value to yeah. make it like sexy. Like it's now it's like a Howard Stern sexy. show. That's <laughs> like the Stern sexy. show. Beetlejuice <laughs> shows up and then ba-ba-booey, ba-ba-booey. And then exactly. somebody runs away. I mean... Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things though where, you know, it, it makes me think about all the guys over the years who you know whenever you ask a chick out and when they say no it's just like but i'm saying you know and it's just like no just because you're a smelly disgusting man and a chick's not interested in you you can smell a lesbian you can smell me from here <laughs> that's i i look i've worn pandemic is you can I tell you, you've had that shirt on a really long time you can tell by the neck i shower <laughs> twice a week and that's because i have to go out for physical therapy i mean it's that's it i you know i sweatpants and a t-shirt yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with that i'm i'm totally down with that mm-hmm. and so when a woman turns me down it's not because she's a lesbian it's because you're gay because i'm a homosexual <laughs> yeah i was gonna say what <laughs> she saw you checking out the same guy she was checking out like, look man we both we both know this ain't gonna work uh, I will shop with you if you want that. <laughs> I don't think that's going to really go with that outfit, but uh... but you're not that kind of gay, Ben. You're not an outfit gay. No, you're not a fashion plate. I'm not fashion. I'm not interior design. It's just like I, I'm just here for the cock. 
<laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> all right, so Dennis, what do you give the episode? Uh, I give it a four. Four? Yeah, I mean, wow. like I said, it's one mirror episode too many. Like it kind of ruins yeah. the rest of the mirror episodes for me. Yeah, I just feel like we're trying to shove the 10 pounds of uh, Esri Dak shit into a five pound bag and I just don't give a fuck anymore. Like if I ever, I don't ever want to see this person ever again. And I know next, is, is it next week episode is about or two? Yeah. It's like, fuck man, it's three in a row. It's too much. Yeah. It's too much. Mm-hmm. We yeah. don't need her. Like she's just unnecessary. If we had like another season to get to know her gradually, that's cool, but she's just the star of the show all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not into it. Or if it. they hadn't screwed, uh, you know, Gen Zia out of the show. Well, they don't even need the extra. I mean, like, again, there's so many other people on the show. Just plug somebody else in. Yeah. You know, we don't, Esri Dax, ugh, what a waste. She, but she's still not the worst Star Trek character because we're going to get there in about 13 weeks. We'll meet oh, the worst Star Trek character ever. His name starts with an N. And was it licks? <laughs> As in licks balls. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna give this episode a. It had some. I'm gonna give it a five. Because that kiss was fucking hot, man. My, <laughs> <laughs> got my engine running. I rewound it twenty times. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I was like, this is fucking too sweet, bro. The first kiss occurs at the 26 minute 40 second. <laughs> yeah. Anybody? Then I just imagine, like, afterwards they go fucking rubbing their vaginas together. Man, that shit's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll give it five, too. <laughs> <laughs> she has very particular tastes. Yes. Jenny, what about you? Man, I've been all over the map with this. Like, as I started watching this episode, I think I was like, I think this is going to be like a six at the most and it's gone down continuously <laughs> like the more we talked about it i'm like yeah this was really kind of shitty and i think part <clears throat> this could have been better in so many ways it should have been better that it just pisses me off that it wasn't better or <laughs> give it a four all right four it is is that everybody dennis or ben yeah, ben. yeah, yeah ben what do you say five five ben. Yeah, just because, I don't know, maybe because they dedicated the ep- episode to Jerome Bixby and he wrote some of the best Star Trek episodes back in the day. Isn't this like a, an insult but to his memory? It is, but I'm just, you know, to it's like if you had to, why couldn't he have died a year earlier so they could have dedicated one of the other episodes to him? Why did it have to be this one? Maybe he was just really into the idea of women kissing and they were like, you know what, let's let's do yep, that you know you. it's just like yep you yeah. know jerome was always jerry he he loved he loved the the chicks uh, you love when they dyke out <laughs> i can say that he used, he used <laughs> to ask him hey jerome what would you do with a million dollars he said two chicks two at the same time <laughs> he used to go down uh i can't i was gonna go into a whole james elroy spiel like it started saying some terrible things like it was the 50s but i'm gonna stop Go uh, check out uh, Day of the Dove. That's an episode that he wrote where the Klingons are... We'll get uh, to it. It's an original series episode. It's uh, better than this. <clears throat> I mean, we could watch two weeks ago and it was better than this. Uh, this just yeah. wasn't very good. 
So there you go, everybody. Um, that's the episode. Thank you so much for listening. We had a real blast recording this thing. We hope you enjoyed listening to it. And uh, we'll be back again next week. And I think we're almost at the the season, the series ending arc, right? It's like the last 10 episodes. Because oh, are we already there? We're getting I close. Because I think this is episode, what, 12 of the season? Or 11, maybe? Because uh, yeah. once, like once we start that final run. That's it. Yeah. Um, 13. I think we've got a couple more. Because what? It's the last 10 episodes, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. That should be fun. Yeah. So then it's the 166, the 16th. The title is from, uh, oh, see, this is one of those inter emar silent legris, blah, blah, blah. And then this is the 10 episode arc, basically, right? And then the, then the series episode starts sounding like tool records. Oh, we got another Vic Fontaine episode coming up. Yeah, that's uh, true too. Right, yeah. Just before that starts. Yeah. So it's coming up, dude. So we're, we're, it's it's we're in the home, we're almost in the home stretch of this thing. It's real sad. It's gonna be sad to see it go. Yeah. Can I kill the podcast? I know it. Jesus. I'm just saying. We're, we're gonna. We're gonna. Hail of. Voyager. We're gonna have to work really hard to care about Voyager because I just, I just don't like. I, I just don't. You know, and I'm thinking about it. Like, there's probably, you know, a lot of good episodes of Voyager. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any. There's gonna be very many great ones. At least not like DS9, where we're like, holy shit, holy shit. You know, it's just gonna be like, the- and it feels like it's good TNG episode. You know, I think it's more the the malaise or the ennui is going to get to us than like, oh, geez, this is terrible. Voyager's just going to be something that's going to be on in the background while I'm playing on my phone. Yeah. I'm well aware of it. It's just going to be on. I'm going to look up every now and then and go, all right, there's fucking Neelix. And it's crazy because they could have done, like if they had taken the creative approach they did to DS9 to Voyager, it could have been Now you sound like Brian Fuller because that's I was Brian Fuller's beef about it. He was like, shouldn't the ship be all beat up looking if they're in the middle of fucking nowhere? Like, how do they keep repairing it? How does it look like an alien, like one nacelle is an alien ship nacelle or something, so. TNG and DS9 benefited from the fact that they didn't have a network, right? They only had the studio giving you know notes or whatever and that was it voyager had the input from the studio and they had the input from the network and sometimes that would oh well you've got to put the rock on there because we're starting uh, monday night raw and we got to have that tie-in oh we're going to do this you got to have that there's always this tie-in and oh well we need a patriotic episode so uh this episode of enterprise i need you to do a 9-11 episode oh it's been a long road so it's it's, it's the bullshit like that that you're going to see the difference of. I recommend, and this is just my thought, don't take any weeks off. And we just we just go through as yeah, we're just gonna power through it, power through it, and then just take a break. We're done. Start enterprise. You know, we just gotta we gotta just bang through it no matter what. Like fuck Voyager, like almost as like punk rock style. Let's do two episodes a week. I was just about to say the same thing. Let's what do you mean? Blast through it. Like oh, we like, did when we started TNG. No, we just no. watch two episodes and then review them really quickly. No, no, no. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that, Dennis. Because the thing is, too, it's like um, yeah, I'm, a lot of times done a lot quicker. We'll probably end up just talking about other things. Yeah. 
Just think about all the bad TNG episodes, how that those turn into Law and Order episodes or soccer episodes. Glum, glum. I'm I'm already catching up on some of the Law and Order back uh, log. <laughs> Catch up on that during this. So when Voyager starts, I'm ready to go. I can just see us getting tired of the soy latte references, like from our episodes. <laughs> yeah, 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 future, yeah, so. yeah. And it's gonna be hard not to do it, but yeah. He's a real dickhead, though. So, <laughs> no, he's a good person. But that fuck, day he was. Fuck that guy. I mean, but we all have. Bad Everybody can have a bad day. I, yeah, I, but I, I mean, I'm, like, come on, man, be nice to the barista. I mean, and the thing is, too, you're. This is all for you. Like everyone in this place knows who you are. So if you're acting like a dick, everybody's gonna like, go, "Wow, Tim Russ is a real fucking dickhead." You know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's an an excellent person. And, and an fuck that person. motherfucker. Just, That's right. I said it. I, I'm never gonna get on any anything. This is this door trick. This is how you guys keep me here. You, you, and when you, you think about it, uh, a Starbucks in a hotel isn't used to serving convention sized crowds. So yeah, oh, they yeah, be no, a little yeah. overwhelmed. They were complete. I mean, dude, do you remember that line? It was like a thousand people long. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it wasn't that bad when we were there, but still, like they, that was they so were probably fun. had a lot of rushes of people coming in. And they were overwhelmed. And and you're, I'm surprised they even had soy milk anyway. I mean, they, they, Jersey. The they don't have cow. soy cows there. Yeah, it's fucking Jersey. Hey, asshole, just fucking drink it. Just the tofu cow. cow. Hey, fuck you. Here's your milk, asshole. Oh, oh, oh. I but never no. milked the soy before. <laughs> Nicest people in the world. Soy sauce latte coming up over here for this fucking jackass. <laughs> New Jersey gets a bad rap. Like, Jersey I've sucks. I've been to Jersey. Jersey sucks. I've been to Jersey Jersey a few times, and there are some really nice people there. I've driven to Jersey. Asbury Park. Asbury Park has the nicest people in the That's where Bam Bam Bigelow is from, the wrestler. He's great. And Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Jersey's better than Long Island. Long Island, and I. I, Long places are better than Long Island. Long Island's the worst place on earth. It's a bunch of racists living. It's the worst (laughs) place on earth because. It's the worst place on earth because A, yes, a lot of racists are there. And then B, they just kind of lump themselves into New York City. They're like, I'm from fucking New York. Like, no, you're not. Island. Yeah, no, you're not. You're from fucking Massapequa, asshole. Like, you're a dickhead. <laughs> you're you just, New Babylon. You just happen to live next to the biggest city in the entire world. Like, that's all. And you How live far, in... Net, Long Island sucks. I, I, Long Island sucks. Far Rockaway is is a is a beautiful place. I've been to Long Island, Island enough to know Long Island yeah. sucks. Yeah, it's not that nice. <clears throat> so there you go. Uh, we probably Dude, just we lost got the, the fucking beach here. <laughs> I, I, I love hey. New Jersey. Jersey's Some of the awesome. best, best Indian food I ever had was in New Jersey. I've heard the best Indian foods in England, but that's just what I've heard. I've never been. I've heard it's really good there, though. But you guys, hey, listen, wherever you are, wherever you may be, we love you. Unless you're on Long Island. Do you guys have a good time? We'll talk to you later. I don't understand.